let's talk about pain. Um, yeah, because, you know, we, we of course wish that a transition to self-management would be easy, right? Would be plain sailing. And if you think about it, you know, when we move towards self-management, everybody gets to become powerful. So what's not to like about it, right? You would hope that everybody would cheer. Um, and yet, you know, the other day I was speaking to a friend, Christophe Lebion, and he was sharing with me that he used to believe, but he no longer believes, that a transition to self-management can be painless. Like he says, there is always pain. And from stories that I've heard from organizations, I, I agree with them. Um, and I think that we need to distinguish two types of pains. And the pain that he was referring to, um, I think we can call growth pain, right? It's the pain, the temporary pain that is involved with the fact that um, self-management pushes us to grow into a larger, into a more powerful version of ourselves. Um, and that transition can be, can be hard, can be painful, right? To give you some examples, right? The, um, the, the most frequent case I hear about is people who've come to inhabit a place of victimhood, right? Which is not surprising, right? So many organizations treat people, especially at the bottom of the pyramid, so badly, so poorly. Um, people have learned that, you know, it's dangerous to take initiatives. Um, that it's dangerous to put your neck out. Um, and it's much easier to be in a position where you're simply doing, you know, what you're told. And then if you don't like it, you know, you can blame other people, right? And it's, of course, a position that we haven't only learned at, at work, but that many people have had a very painful experience through their, whatever, 12 years of, of schooling. And so it's actually a, an incredibly profound process to step out of that learned position of victimhood and step into your power, right? And of course, at the end, uh, you know, the, these people share how glad they are that they've, they've done that. But, but it's, a, it, you know, it's, a, it's a real profound shift that is, that is very easy to underestimate um, for those of us who've been lucky to be um, in positions of power and who've just, you know, for, for whom it's sort of natural to step into, into our power. Other people for whom this can be painful is people, you know, who, you know, see their identity as managers, right? For them, you know, it, it, it's been really meaningful to climb up that ladder. They've climbed really hard. Um, they might be the first persons in their families to do that. And so suddenly then to have to reinvent their identity um, in a different way than with sort of ranks and titles um, is at first a really difficult thing to do. Um, uh, you know, for other people, you know, it, it might simply be that this whole worldview of self-management is, is, is shocking, you know, is, is confusing. Wait, if we no longer have, you know, these clear hierarchies at, at work, you know, what does that mean in my family? You know, where we might have very clear hierarchies in gender, in our gender roles, or, you know, between adults and our children, you know, and, you know, if we don't have it at work, like, what does that mean for my role as a husband or a father, right? So for some people, this can be, this can be quite shocking. Um, and I think we do well 
to not underestimate that growth pain. Again, it's not for you know, everybody, but for some people, that is a real thing. Um, and I feel that our role is to create a context that helps people navigate through this um, as best as possible, as quickly as possible, as painlessly as possible. Um, and, and I think there's really just one way to do that is to actually have conversations for that pain to be actually spoken and articulated and understood. Um, and you can do that with, co with coaching, right? And so I know some organizations who, in their path to self-management, make coaches available to everyone. Um, the trouble, of course, is that some of the people who feel most pain, you know, don't request a coach, right? And so there's a real question of, you know, how can these people be, be helped nevertheless? Um, but I think that next to individual coaching, something really powerful is to have group conversations around this topic, right? You know, have all the former middle managers of your organization or of that particular unit in a room and talk about it, right? And talk about sort of the, the pain that goes with that, but also maybe the light at the end of the tunnel. And it's, it's I think, hugely liberating for a lot of managers to hear that, hey, I'm not alone in this. So this is not weird. This is not just me having, I see other people are struggling with it. But I also see that some others, you know, are already ahead of the curve and they're already liking it. And they already see the advantages of no longer being a manager, right? So I think that there's something really powerful in having these group circles. And of course, these are wonderful opportunities to bring in wholeness not as sort of an abstract concept, but for actual for people to learn that we can have these very deep, profound conversations, be vulnerable, drop our masks, and that it's okay and that it's helpful. Um, so, I, you know, if you haven't thought about this, I would really invite you and encourage you to think about how can you help people who experience that, that growth pain. Now, next to the growth pain, I think there's another kind of pain. Um, which we could simply call the avoidable pain. I haven't found a better word. Um, and that is simply um, the pain that could be avoided if you know, we, we manage that transition a little better. Right? Now, of course, no transition will be perfect. So some of that avoidable pain in some ways is unavoidable. Right? We will we'll always have some of these things where our transition um, is generating some pain for some people. Um, in ways that could have been could have been avoided. And I guess if you've seen previous videos, you know me by now. For me, of course, the real question is not, could we have foreseen that or planned a perfect transition? It's rather, how quickly does our system self-correct? So as soon as we notice that there's something in a transition that causes avoidable pain, how quickly does the system self-correct, right? And so let me give you again some examples. Um, the most, I think, obvious and frequent one is a lack of clarity. And I've mentioned that in previous videos, how we often make that mistake that we deconstruct a number of clear rules of the games, right? The number of structures and decision-making mechanisms, and often take too long before we clarify the new rules of the game, right? And that, for a lot of people, causes real pain. Like, I'm lost now. I, I don't no longer know how this thing is working. Who, who can make what decision based on you know, what criteria? Um, so 
often you know, clarifying a little earlier than we would otherwise do um, is a great way to avoid some of these uh, avoidable pains. Um, now, um, other pain can come from, say, going too fast in this transition or from going too slow, right? Um, going too fast, you know, there are some, you know, implementations where, you know, from one day to the next, you know, you know, this is it and, you know, everybody has to work on this and that creates a real pain. People don't have the time to get used to it. But I've also noticed, um, you know, some organizations where things are too slow. Hey, we pilot it in one area and everybody knows this thing is coming, right? But we're still working in the old system, but we know it's coming and I know I'm a manager and I know um, sometimes it's actually easier to know, hey, you know, we've done this pilot and, you know, we'll transition within the next six months. And at least I know, okay, in six months, you know, this might be somewhat confusing, but in six months I'm somewhere else, right? So, um, so there's lots of these things where, you know, you, some of the pain that we experience is actually avoidable um, if we correct the way that we go about this, this transition. And so the real takeaway here um, is that I would invite you, when you notice that you know, there's pain in the organization that comes with this transition to self-management, is to really have the conversation and try to discern, is this unavoidable growth pain or is this avoidable pain? And if it's unavoidable growth pain, how can we create a context? How can we create spaces for conversations where this pain can be spoken, acknowledged, um, and transformed to help you know, make this as, as smooth as it can be, uh, fully acknowledging that, that you know, for some people pain will always happen. And if it's, if it's avoidable pain, if it's just simply that something in our transition um, you know, isn't working as well as it could, then by any means, let's try to you know, have that system self-correct. Right? Um, now, the, maybe even beyond that, the core message is um, welcome the pain and look into it and see what you do with it. Um, what I notice is that too many of us feel uncomfortable with pain and want to brush it under the carpet right um, and pretend like it doesn't exist and then that pain festers um, so maybe the the deepest and most profound question to you as a leader is what is your own level of comfort with other people being in pain can you accept that can you see it can you welcome it and can you open up conversations for this to happen um, if you can't then maybe that's you know a growth edge for yourself um, and in that case, I would urge you to find people around you, um, people in the organization, maybe some external coaches, who can compliment you if this is a difficult conversation for you to, to have and to initiate. Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.